0: We are back to pillage your bank account with even more tech that you don't need. We're doing the second part of a roundup of the new tech that was most engaged with, most clicked on from my newsletter for the past six months. So that whole newsletter you've been reading for the last six months, absolute waste of your time. I've been giving you the Cliff Notes version now of the most interesting things. Let's do it. Let's get nerdy. app overload. I feel you. I feel you, dog. It's getting worse these days and it's never going to keep getting better. And it is one, uh, I don't know, aspect of what I do where I'm like, hey, this is a place that I can help, I think, is I can weed through a lot of the stuff that doesn't matter and the stuff, uh, just like double down on the stuff that I think is most relevant because there's just like hundreds of things coming out every single day. So let's do it. Inkle. Inkle. Ankle.io. I'm sorry I said that twice. The chat-based CPA for hundreds of US cross-border companies. Pardon me? So this is an accounting firm. Uh but it looks like a product, which honestly, there's a big market for right now. Like they've found a way to um communicate what they do differently. And we talked about the other day with like marketing around AI. There's a growing number of companies doing this, like slapping AI on the stuff that we do and framing it as this sort of new novel thing, which maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But uh we just gotta get out of the out of the rut of calling ourselves old timey accounting firms. Like, be anything but that for a specific type of person, and people will pay you more and get more excited. Play, play, Ply, P L Y dot IO. Man, this one is soups cool. So this is it lets you build features into the apps that you already use. I know, I know, get excited. So it's a Chrome extension and the Chrome extension will like inject things into the app. uh, And then when you click on that button or something like that, uh, you can customize that activity. So like, for example, Gmail, when you're authoring an email in in Gmail, you have all those buttons that are already there. You can add buttons that do custom things like kick off some other workflow or something like that. And this works anywhere in any of the apps that you use. So is there an annoying thing that your practice management system doesn't do that you wish it would do? Ply could be a way to get you there. Uh, In a newsletter earlier this year, after Canopy launched their generative AI thing inside of email authoring, I I showed people how to create a Ply button that could ping open AI and, and generate an email the same way that Canopy does. So, are there any apps that you use? I mean, I guess I didn't say QuickBooks or Xero, like, man, our accounting systems, there's probably a bunch of this stuff. What are the features that you wish that they would add? It's, it's possible that is a way to get you there. Okay, Recall. Recall is like a personal knowledge storing thing. Uh, and they added a browser extension that will let you add anything on the page you're looking at into uh your kind of personal encyclopedia that could be articles on the page could be transcripts of youtube videos but interestingly like as we're talking about what the future of ai enabled things look like the secret sauce is ultimately what's the context underneath that chat bot or whatever and building your own customized body of context that could be your own proprietary expertise about what you do. That could be the client's data and giving them ways to interact with that. That gets really interesting, particularly in how the boundaries are drawn around those different bodies of context. If I made a chatbot for my team and I'm a manager, that would be one body of context about like the SOPs for our company and how I approach certain problems. Great. But I, as a person, am a lot more than that. And recall is an interesting way to like build this personal kind of encyclopedia of all of the things that you know and the way that then becomes searchable and accessible. So maybe a different like chat experience is one that has like consumed the people you most respect and the folks that you want to learn from. And that body of of context kind of becomes then like your personalized advisor, right? Uh, So anytime there's like, that really interesting thing that you read and you're like, man, this is such a helpful framing that I need to remember. You add that to this kind of body of knowledge and that informs the way that you interact with it down the road. Like as we're thinking about AI personal assistants, which are here today in some very basic forms, but will ultimately be really helpful down the road and do a lot of our work for us too. Making those useful will be about the management of the underlying information. So what was interesting to me here with Recall, it makes it super easy to just capture things within that context so that then you've got it. Okay, Raycast, if you're a Mac nerd, you need to be using Raycast. It is a quick switcher, kind of like Alfred, if you've used Alfred, a quick switcher at the desktop level that works across like all of your apps. I would absolutely kill for something like this on Windows, I wish it would be built into Windows, but it isn't. Uh, anyways, Ray Cash just got a big old upgrade by doing some new AI stuff. By the way, all this stuff, uh, links to all this stuff are in the show notes. Uh, Google announced generative email uh, with AI. I'm not sure if they've actually shipped this yet. They only actually announced it for like workplace plans, so that is your business version, not your general uh, free Gmail accounts. And it's actually pretty much exactly what Canopy shipped, where you can provide it with a prompt and say, write an email that tells Steve his invoice is overdue, be polite, just give him something like that. And it will write like a, a you know, email based on the prompt that you provide it. You can also select bits of text and, and ask it to make it like more friendly or more stern or kind of those modifiers. So basically the same thing that Canopy did, but now built into Gmail. Truewind. Uh, this is another uh, accounting firm. That is like doing this kind of like AI marketing spin. So the header is AI powered bookkeeping and finance for startups. Using AI to power bookkeeping and finance means less errors, more transparency transparency, and faster monthly close. Get peace of mind with Truewind. Uh, they may be doing some cool, unique tech stuff. At the end of the day, they're an accounting firm. Like the value of what we're providing is the accountability of the output and that it is correct. And if right now your landing page just says... I'm an accounting firm and we've been here for 70 years or we really help our clients sleep at night. It's not enough anymore because that's the same thing that's on everybody else's landing page. Think about what would be attractive to the type of client that you want. Like if they are tech folks, if they value someone who is forward looking, man, this is a good time to be talking about AI. Chat thing. Uh, This is what I am using for all of my chat bots right now. You've probably seen me talk about it. Um, The main issue with the custom chatbot builders that you run into right now, is they are built on GPT 3.5. That is the old model of GPT. For these to be worthwhile, and for a chatbot to stick to a specific bit of context you provide, that is for it to not fall back to its general knowledge like chat GPT uses, it has to be on GPT 4. GPT 3.5 will not do that reliably. Uh, so... Chat thing, there's like a $50 a month tier where you can build like up to six bots uh, and they work on GPT-4. That is the important distinction. Stop using 3.5. It is old tech at this point. It has a lot of limitations. Hallucination is like 85% better with GPT-4. That is it does it 85% less. If you are interested in building a custom chat bot, if I did it today, I would use chat thing. That being said, both Microsoft and Google have announced their own version of kind of sort of the same thing. So this will become commonplace. Um, the main thing to be thinking about right now is what context should I be capturing today that will ultimately live behind a chat bot? That could be meeting transcripts. Like that could be a rationale to be recording meetings. Ultimately, if if you don't want to use this yet, you want to wait till Microsoft launches their own version, the day that launches, that's only going to be as good as all the context that you can put behind it. So the thing to be thinking about today is is... Is there anything I should be capturing that would be useful when that day comes? Are there blog posts that I should be writing so that when that day comes, I can connect all those blog posts to it? Should I be making videos? Chat thing, you can point to a URL of a video and it will pull the transcript in. Is there a daily podcast you should be running that will ensure that you have a huge amount of context when that day does come? (laughs) Okay, up next, translucent.io. Uh, it is like a multi-entity layer over your vanilla accounting file. So age-old problem, you got to go up to a mid-market tool like, you know, NetSuite or Intact or something like that for it to really have like built-in multi-entity handling, right? This is kind of an in-betweener. Uh, you put it on top of your Xero, your QuickBooks files, that sort of thing, and it will serve as that kind of multi-company layer, Let you do eliminations, lets you search across those different... Company files, do like group reporting, even like some roll-up analytic type of stuff. That's the ideas. It's like this light consolidation layer, so that you don't have to sell your soul and go up into that mid-market tool. This episode is sponsored in part by Zero because you know what? The Roadshow, gosh darn the Zero Roadshow Excel. Did I do that? Zero Roadshow Accelerate Twenty Twenty Three. That is a freight train that is barreling right into your town, specifically if your town is Atlanta, Georgia. So they did Austin, July 27th, Atlanta, August 3rd, Los Angeles, August 17th. The Atlanta one is at the Georgia Aquarium. Whoa, like fish stuff. If you've never been to a Zero party, folks from Zero, they know how to throw a party. Roadshow is a great chance to meet other forward-thinking accounting practice runners, other folks running using Xero, learn more about recent Xero product updates, even meet some folks from the app ecosystem. But if you've ever been to a Xero party, you know these people know how to put on an event, okay? Case in point, how many accounting things have you been at at an aquarium? Sounds promising. I'll put a link in the show notes to go out and register. August 3rd, Atlanta, Georgia at the Georgia Aquarium. Be there or be square. This episode is sponsored in part by the fine folks at Cloud Accountant Staffing. Do you hire accountants? Bless your little heart. Not the best part of the job, in my opinion. Not something I ever enjoyed. Well, listen, you can build your accounting dream team with talented offshore accountants in the Philippines that work 100% full-time for your firm. Their accountants aren't freelancing or contracting for multiple firms. They're all yours. They work exclusively for you and are incentivized to stay with you and your team long term. They're not going to get swiped. Cloud account Staffing is 100% dedicated to the accounting industry and founded by a former accounting firm owner that understands your business, knows your pain points. They had to hire some accountants and they said, you know what? We're going to build our own pipeline in the Philippines. Going to pull in some super talented people and then open that up to other firms. Basically, that's the story. I've uh, been talking about a lot about staffing, building more resilient staffing pipelines for your firms. I, I had staff in the Philippines, I, like totally red pilled me to like, Oh, geez, like we need to globalize the way that we get our work done. Uh, check these folks out link in the show description, cloudaccountantstaffing.com. Microsoft loop. Uh, so this is Microsoft ripping off notion. Uh, there's no other way around it. That's just exactly what it is. If you like notion, Or if you're a Microsoft nerd and you've been considering exploring Notion and you usually go to the Microsoft version first, uh, this will be like, uh, you know, a sixth grader drawing Notion with a crayon. Kind of like how Teams was when it first copied Slack, right? I'm being mean. That's just how these things usually go. It's like a feature-like version of the real real sauce. But the value of keeping it in Microsoft now, ultimately, is we have Microsoft 365 around the corner, which is going to be like a very interconnected kind of AI fabric across all of your Microsoft stuff. So I can understand, like, I've never been a Microsoft guy, but there's never been a more compelling reason than there is today to keep things all Microsoft because Microsoft 360, no, Microsoft, what is it? Copilot will, like, be able to interconnect all of those things in a really meaningful way. So for example, if you're responding to a client email and you just had something in your Microsoft loop that was some note to yourself and those things are somehow related... It could even use that to inform how you reply to an email. And that's only possible if all those things live in the same system. So I think that one's actually out now. I think you can actually start using Loop. But this is the biggie, Windows Copilot. That is Copilot like as a side panel on your Windows desktop. And this actually just came out in like early access two or three, no, less than that, like a week ago. So if if you are one of the brave souls that runs like the super early Windows builds. You can get this right now. And it is a side panel on the right-hand side of Windows 11. And it's basically the same as the little chat assistant that you get in like Bing, but it can access some local system stuff. So for example, if you're running uh, Microsoft Edge, that side discussion can like summarize and, and chat about the stuff that is open in Microsoft Edge. But you can a, you can actually do that just inside of Edge right now, not even with this Microsoft Copilot. So the thing built into, sorry, Windows Copilot. So the thing built into Windows will be just like the Bing Chat thing, but it will access today, it accesses like your Windows setting. Windows, Windows settings. So finding like how to change a thing in your system settings in Windows is a nightmare. So like the example they give is like you just say turn on dark mode or turn off turn off dark mode, turn on power saving mode, pause notifications for three hours, stuff like that. Like those are good examples. Like I think that's fundamentally better to do through a chat assistant than to have to find the exact setting. Um my understanding is it will also do some stuff with Microsoft apps that you have open. So like Word, Excel that sort of thing. But the real meat here, where I ultimately hope that they get to is this can have visibility ultimately into the stuff that is on your desktop. I'm looking at you, stinky old tax software or any other program that you have open. Like the holy grail is is like chat GPT on your desktop, an assistant that can see the stuff on your desktop and then eventually click and type on the things on your desktop we've talked about this on the show in the past this will be a huge unlock Um, gpt4 already has built-in capabilities to be able to see things to see images to understand all the ui elements on your screen and it is not outlandish to think that you could pair a chat assistant with like the help docs for a piece of software And it would be capable of itself logicking its way through doing something on a program. So you think about QuickBooks. It can see all the options. You can tell it what you want it to do. It can see all the source uh, documentation, like help documentation for that app. And out of the box, it seems like it ought to be able to do some pretty helpful things. But then the step beyond that is like, with just a little bit of training of like, here's how you do bank reconciliation. Here's a PDF. Here's QuickBooks. I don't think we're that far from agents being able to help us to do that stuff. Um, There will be like plugins for Windows Copilot. That is kind of similar to like ChatGPT's plugins where developers can make things specifically for it to do specific tasks. But the holy grail is when it can just see what is on your desktop. There doesn't have to be a custom plugin built for it. It can see the stuff on your desktop. It can reference the help documentation and it can do tasks according to your instructions. It can ultimately like learn and get better at specific tasks. Like imagine, you know, the way that we share prompts for ChatGPT right now. Imagine sharing a prompt, and that could be a hundred-page prompt, it could be a huge prompt. But imagine sharing a prompt that will instruct your Windows uh, Copilot thing that's right there on your desktop on how to reconcile a QuickBooks bank account using a bank statement, right? I mean, like we're pretty close. Like that's like next 24 months, I'd probably say, like we're gonna have that stuff. And that will fundamentally change the way that we work. Uh, And it is really exciting. So the fact that that assistant that is built into Windows just came out in early access like a week ago, it is a big deal uh, and I'm very excited for it. Okay, zerotax.ai, uh, one-stop shop, I'm reading here, one-stop shop for AI-assisted tax help, hashtag tax GPT. Somebody was going to do it. You're mad, but somebody was going to do it. Uh, interesting, this is an accounting firm. Uh, interesting how they frame this. Uh, you can chat with a bot, or you can call and chat with an AI assistant. So you can call and it will take your voice and it will create a transcript and it will query that language model and then it will generate a voice and reply and you can do that over the phone. Uh, you can also talk to an expert because you know what it is? is an accounting firm. Uh, and this is how they get you. They have a 100% free uh, Q&A bot and then for $5 per question, uh, a tax pro will review the answer. But ultimately, like they want, they're trying to get you to come in and be a client. Uh, and I think the knee-jerk reaction here is just, it feels slimy. Um, But I don't, at the end of the day, like I, I'm kind of over that. Like I understand we are in a fight for people's attention these days. Uh, and that's just how it is. I think ERC actually helped me get over this. And we've seen... You know, obviously ERC, so non-US folks like this was a uh, pandemic era tax incentive that put a lot of money in people's pockets, some of whom were the people they intended. And it was a great way to get clients, like to, to open up access to this for them the right way was a big opportunity. But now we have, now this whole system is being like mega, mega scammed and it's awful. And I get a voicemail almost every single day saying I'm entitled to, you know, 26000 per employee or something like that. But that doesn't like devalue the ERC and what it is. Like it is really valuable. And if you do it the right way, you need to be doing it for your clients. But we're stuck between like this scummy narrative, right? And AI is totally going to be the same thing. There's going to be companies that come out and they say, hey, good news, we've figured out how to completely do a tax return with AI. And in reality, there may be nothing behind the scenes there. There may be something cool behind the scenes there. But in reality, there's probably a bunch of offshore tax pros, like it's, it's probably just a productized model of getting stuff done at a higher volume, but you raise money and you, you rustle up PR around like something that is sexy. And that is, you know, an AI version of this. And I used to just see this stuff and get mad. I think the reality is like, we need to acknowledge like this gets people's attention. So find the non-scummy way to do it. Like we talked about marketing for your niche around AI, like Give them a few practical ways that they can truly use AI today in a helpful way. And then you're not leaning into the scum. You're like actually helping people, right? Okay, puzzle. Uh, Puzzle is an accounting ledger. uh, And they've raised a good amount of money. Uh, Actually, a couple weeks ago, they launched, quote unquote, fully autonomous accounting. And it's some more like AI sorcery to help with classification. Uh, in kind of the accounting ledger landscape, Puzzle is probably the leader, you know, after QuickBooks and Zero, If there's anybody in the last five years that has picked up momentum, probably depends who you ask. FreshBooks is kind of doubling down on their product and on accountants. but Fresh, FreshBooks has been around for a long time, but they are like newly reinvesting and being a good tool for accountants. Puzzle, in terms of new tools, is probably the one with the most momentum right now that could you know, maybe take some market share from QuickBooks and Xero. They're dabbling a bit in uh, supporting accountants. If you have clients who are like forward-looking like modern tech stack, could be worth checking out Puzzle as a potential solution. Hey, this episode is sponsored in part by Canopy, the practice management system Canopy Unlocks the firm that you always wanted. Think about it, close your eyes, lean back in that chair. What is the firm that you always wanted? Oh wait, Canopy unlocks it. And they do this by unclunking accounting firms with an end-to-end solution that makes your tech stack feel a little less stacky, because it's end-to-end. Putting our customers first with world-class user experience, support, education, and innovation rooted in customer feedback, working and working well, anywhere and for any size or type of firm, wherever you are now and wherever you're going. Multiplying your efforts so your practice requires less proverbial midnight oil. Hmm. You know, sidebar, if you go to the conferences, Canopy's got like, they always do some like really good little like sorta, you know, the stuff that they use to like trick you into coming to the booth. Well, this year they've had like Legos out there. Maybe, maybe you double down on the midnight oil thing, you know, maybe like, uh, I don't know, give away a little, little, uh, you know, little actual midnight oil. I guess it would need to burn too, but that one's free. I think it's a good idea. Delighting your clients with a modern, easy to use portal that helps you get the info you need when you need it. That is Canopy. Check out the link in the show notes to learn more. This episode is sponsored in part by Client Hub. Come on in recently on Tales from the Hub. The team at Super Smart Accounting Firm adopted Client Hub and recently. I talked about the trade-offs of optimizing for the firm experience versus the client experience. You may have seen some discussion on that. Super smart accounting firm, they were thinking along the same lines. What they ultimately decided, they needed an option that optimized the client experience, that exchange of information. They chose client hub because it was designed for an amazing client experience and their clients love it. They love the mobile app, they love the intuitive interface. Even better, client communications is no longer scattered all around and siloed email inboxes. It's all all in one place. Everyone describes ClientHub as simple, intuitive, and efficient. Everyone. Ask anyone. That's what they say. That's the magic of ClientHub, and it transformed this firm. Buddy, this year they are raising prices because that client experience is off the charts and everybody's tickled about it. They love it. They just, they're having so much fun. Sounds good, right? Right? Hey, that's it for this week's hails from the hub check out client hub at clienthub.app or the link in the show notes receipt cat uh, i'll tell you why this was exciting to me and evidently exciting to other people because a lot of folks clicked on it is just really simple low-cost receipt management systems like i just have a hard time finding good ones and this is like a modern solution for getting that stuff done i just find myself in situations where i have to give clients like a low-lift way to do this stuff you'll always have like Like in my mind, the way this stuff has always been is you have Dext, which is like this huge, really sweaty, really powerful solution, but overkill for a lot of stuff. And then you have Google Drive or Dropbox on the other end of the spectrum, right? Where it's like all manual and better than nothing. But like somebody give me something in the middle and some products do a version of this. Like Ramp does a version of this, but I don't want the price of my receipt management solution to be credit like needing to have a card or something like that right like i just want a no frills like thing that will do this stuff well for me uh receipt cat's a new one that i don't know could tick that box scan straight okay i made this app uh but people got excited about it it was a lot of people clicked on it the problem that it solves is people sending you smartphone pics of documents and yes They shouldn't be doing this in the first place. They should be uploading stuff to your portal. They should be sending it to you the approved way. But sometimes that just doesn't happen and you don't feel like being the a-hole that's going to make them go back and take pictures of 45 pages of things again. So ScanStraight is an elegant solution to a problem that shouldn't exist in the first place. Uh, Basically, you just chuck all of your image files at it. It will crop. So it'll crop the image down to just show the like the actual document in the picture, it will like do the de-skewing and make it higher contrast. So like to compare this to going into Acrobat with an image, you have to like manually kind of try to shrink it on all the boundaries the right way and then rotate it, but then it doesn't do any contrast stuff. And then you run into the problem of all of these images being different sizes in a PDF. So like you scroll from page to page and you get to what was a smartphone pick and it's like humongous, right? Like a hundred times the size. Uh, Scan straight. It runs locally on your machine, so none of your client goodies are going to the cloud. It is a one-time buy. You download it, Windows only, and you can chuck as many images into it that you want until the end of time, and it will do its best to give you tidied up PDFs of just the document. Works reasonably well. There's situations where like, it just won't work. Like if you have a white paper on a super white background and it can't find the boundaries, uh, generally works pretty well, and it is 40 bucks. That is it. I like, I have spent entire afternoons on this stuff in my day. I've made exactly no money on this. I'm just trying to be helpful. Okay. Speaking of people being helpful, 30 days of AI, Ashley Francis, uh, a CPA is like developed this course that will help accountants get up to speed on AI. All of their, they are all sold out right now. She limits how many people get in each month, but I'll put the link in the show notes. Uh, Pay attention to it. We all need to be investing a bit in AI. Ah uh, this could be a good way to get members of your team up to be up to speed also. and I don't know how many people are helping accountants learn AI right now, right? Like Ashley, myself, we need more. Okay, digits AI we talked about this one a week or two ago. they just launched their uh, chat assistant product. In fact, if you just go to the digits homepage now, like that is kind of the core of how they present their product. You connect digits to your accounting ledger and then you can chat with it. Uh, It can do some pretty cool stuff out of the box. we will be very interesting to see how this develops longer term because ultimately there are a lot of very smart people that think that the future of software is not user interfaces. It's just chat and voice. And I get why that's hard to kind of get your head around right now. How will I do all the things that I do today just with chat and voice? But if we start trending in that direction, it's important to think about like, what does the accounting ledger look like now? Like what is like, How do we get things in and out of it? This is kind of a really interesting, you know, very early first look at what chat with an accounting ledger looks like. Cash Warden, Uh, bookkeeping has never been so easy. Bookkeeping like a chat. So this is an accounting firm that just created a novel interface for clients to interact with them. So like everything is over chat or over a Telegram bot or over SMS. Uh, I would rather right now be like the accounting firm that works on WhatsApp than just vanilla accounting firm, right? Like they, I think this is novel. Like they found an interesting angle on specialization that will resonate with a specific type of person. And that's really cool. That's what we all need to be striving for. That's better than just, I don't know, the vanilla accounting firm, right? So like what's a cool, like interesting specialization angle that will get you in front of the people that you want to work with? Simply Automate is a company doing RPA uh, automation that is robotic process automation for accounting firms so the stuff they talk about is like how to automate you know filing a bunch of extensions with your tax software and that sort of thing the beauty of rpa is those are desktop based bots that can do anything you can see and touch with your your peepers and fingers on your screen which make them perfectly suited for automating stuff like in your tax software that doesn't have an api and there's no other way to automate it Um, growing number of vendors in this space, like specialists that will come in and build stuff for you, uh, makes a ton of sense in high volume situations. I think where there's a, a single process that gets repeated a lot. Um, think about stuff like filing extensions, pulling reporting every single day, uh, maybe syncing information like client information to a tax app that doesn't integrate with anything else. Um, this is a company that has experience doing just that if that's something you want to explore. Carbon AI. Uh, So shortly after Canopy launched their generative AI stuff, Carbon rolled out with theirs. Some really cool stuff. Uh, Summarizing emails and comments. You can compose an email with AI from scratch. Really cool. It will auto-prioritize your inbox based on the perceived spiciness of an email's contents. So without having to d- drill into each email it will automatically flag things high importance to pull your attention to that. Um, it'll also help you do stuff like adjust your tone if you need something to sound you know more friendly or direct. Uh, and honestly, maybe the biggest thing here is they're the first one that supports replies. generative email replies. And that means the thread previous thread of the email, is going to a language model to inform that response and the easy application that we're seeing more now is composing something new from scratch the harder one is to take into account more context in the reply but that's ultimately the really valuable thing is the generative email replies that take into account the email thread the files in the file system where their projects are at all these different things and this is a this is a significant technical hurdle. So like for example, they are using Microsoft's Azure Open AI service rather than just the open AI APIs to enable a greater level of security. And this is kind of a first step to like really intelligent generative replies, which may be the very most valuable thing we get out of AI for us in the next five years is like the super, super, intelligent suggested reply that like attaches all the files that it thinks the client needs and generates a bank letter that it thinks will answer the question based on the hundred other bank letters that you have in the file system that you've already sent out in the past. Like that stuff's going to be gold, especially as accountants right now. Like if you pull accountants and ask them, what is the one thing that you want a bot to do for you? Like 50% of them say email. So this was a killer update from Carbon, congrats to the team on getting that one out. Two more, we got charcoal desk here and it is a sexy, sexy stand-up desk with like a little pulsating light when it's telling you to stop being lazy and get up off your butt. I geek on really fancy desks. I've shown a few of them uh, in my stuff and I've still just got this like kind of vanilla fully desk and it's okay. But man, sometimes you see like the super nice metal one. There was like a concrete one going around for a while. Ones with like embedded little displays in the desk. I don't know. I may need to do an upgrade soon, but charcoal, this is a pretty cool one. AppStream, last one. Uh, so the nerds at Growth Lab, which is that's an accounting practice, now have a service for accounting firms. They call it Fully Managed Automations for Accountants where they come in, they do a lot of the stuff that we talk about here, like building, you know, API connectors to sync data from A to B. Uh, They come in, they process map that stuff for you, and they help you develop those automations within your firm uh, so that you don't just have to keep listening to me about it and wonder, but can actually like get some of that stuff done for you, like execute on it for you. Oh, they've got some pre-built automations automatically accept qbo slash zero invites bank two fa code rerouting to your team chat oh baby so yeah they're an accounting firm that like went big on automating stuff for themselves now they're automating that stuff for other firms too pretty cool i like to see that okay that was part two i promise we're done that's it no more uh shiny object like i get it this was probably hard to get through your bank account might be taking a toll now i may have just derailed your entire afternoon i'm sorry kind of if you're not on my newsletter yet uh newsletter.jason.cpa uh i've just been getting shorter and shorter i've been paring it down to like the five to ten bullet points of what i thought the most interesting interesting things were that week what is it today is it friday gang we made it good job everybody firm handshakes i'll see you next week